Hi, hello. Welcome back to Things for Your Concern. My name is Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome to another fabulous week. I hope since the last time you've heard our voices, you have been doing just the bomb diggity, swell as swell can be. Uh, Berenice, <laughs> mm-hmm. what have you been feeling? Feeling good? Feeling good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just feel like the universe is providing me with opportunities to kind of like close a lot of doors per se or just like mend some things that were lingering um I didn't think it was gonna be like here handle it like all at once because usually like when I have issues with people I don't have a lot of issues with people but I've learned to walk away from a lot of people I've also learned to let go of things without closure but there were like a couple I guess like lingering feelings regarding like some people in my life And this past weekend was just like, here, baby girl, deal with it. Face, face your, face your shit. Um, And it was good. Actually, I feel at peace. I don't know. I can't say like anything is perfect, but like, I think getting closure and being able to let go and move on from situations is like such a wonderful skill to have because no one wants to have bad vibes around. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling good. Yeah. What about you? Thank you, universe, for resolving some stuff. Yeah. You got to close some doors to be able to receive some things. So I'm really in my little like abundance time frame. Okay. The spiritual girlies are, I'm I'm aligned. (laughs) Okay. I love to say abundance. I mean, honestly, I'm feeling abundance too. I've been, dude, I've been. I've been doing great. I have been making like a couple lifestyle changes that I feel like I've just been feeling That's good. Awesome. So on the weekends, I am like a uh like a chronic weekend bed rotter. I like just lying in bed, you know. It it, it but it doesn't really fill me up. It doesn't really make me feel great lying in bed till like one o'clock, even though I'm not doing anything. Let me tell you that. It's not like I'm going out late. I most certainly can get out of bed. So I've decided let's hack it. Let's do a little hack. I, okay. I schedule a workout class in the morning that it's going to cost me like 30 bucks to cancel it, you know? So like I have to go have to get up. Yeah. I have to get up. Yeah. I have to go. And then afterwards, I go, I've been trying new coffee shops. Oh, my God. I went to this place called Valentina's Cafe, and it's, like, coffee that is inspired by, yeah, they say it's Mexican-inspired coffee, and it's really good, and they have food. So I found that place. Would have never found that place if I didn't get out of bed at 8.30 (laughs) on a weekend. So I've been just trying out some new stuff. Like, I'm pretty... I'm a creature of habit, so I don't even I haven't even tried most of these coffee shops in Seattle, right? So I'm trying new coffee shops every Saturday and Sunday. And then I just kind of do whatever I want on my little iPad, but I tend to be pretty fucking productive, dude. I feel it real good. So one little change, which is forcing myself to go to workout classes in the mornings. Now it's like fucking waterfalling. Now I have a lot of stuff that's just getting done. Wow. Look at I you. Know. This is a new girl, a new person. Well, you know, happy for you. Always, always good to hear you're doing good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd like to give people tricks because it's like, I'm not getting my ass out of bed at 8.30 for no reason on a weekend. I need money. I need some type of actual consequence. I don't want to lose $40, so I'm going to get up. I've been the girl who loses $40. (laughs) You know, one thing leads to another. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm out till seven in the morning. And then I'm like, Ooh, that workout class in five hours sounds like I'm not going to make it. And it's not like you're, you can't send your little corporate email. Like I will be using a sick day today. Yeah. Yeah, no, I felt. All right. Well, good vibrations. Shall we get into the episode? Because today we have a funsies, a little hee hee ha ha. A very fun episode. I'm super excited to get into it. Let's do it. So as maybe if you're into pop culture, if you're into music, whatever, you um, have maybe heard that Miss Ariana Grande released her new song, Yes And, following her <laughs> somewhat rancid scandal with her <laughs> co-star on Wicked. Um now, I don't really care for this because technically it's all hearsay. We don't really actually know what happens. I love me a good spicy tabloid. Um, I will do a disclaimer that I do not agree with her actions. So this is kind of more like in relation to her new song, Yes And, but not in support of her actions, hearsay. <laughs> okay, well, I thought, well, you know what's funny is we're being like, oh, we don't know what she did or didn't do. Well, she just said yes and. So she's basically like, I don't know. This is like the closest I think we're ever going to get to like a confession. <laughs> and you know what's funny about yes and is it's kind of, she's it's a double entendre because yes and is a theater term. So mm-hmm. where did she meet her new man on Wicked? It- <laughs> and yes and is like the biggest like theater thing ever so i'm like this is a confession okay this is what a confession looks like in my opinion if anything we can take one from her book that we're just hitting the improv heart this year yes and we're just like unhingedly being unapologetic not to the extents and lengths that she's gone okay i think that there's a fine line there's nothing that grinds my gears more than ariana grande making it me Yes, it's Candace Owens because she like her response was honestly like so, so funny. <laughs> uh, broken clocks right twice a day or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was out here like head nodding, and I was like, "Why would she set us up like this?" <laughs> I mean, that song. I I listened to the song, and I was like, I, honestly, she had me until she had who. Why do you care whose dick I ride? Because before all of that, I was like, yes, I love this song. This is good. Oh, no. And then she said, no. that, and then I she ha- said that, and I was like, ooh. Honestly, I looked up the lyrics. I haven't even listened to the song because I don't really care. But I did see a bunch of people break it down on, like, TikTok. And I'm saying, like, I'm, I was head nodding with Candace Owens' response. That's why I was like, why would she set us up to have any hee-hee-ha-has with Miss Owens? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, I was just saying that, like, I mean, I'm not team anyone. You know that I'm not team anyone. But yes, Candace Owen made points. But honestly, I liked the song. Some of the lyrics, I'm like, yes, yes, and. But then it came to that lyric, and I was like, no, I can't agree with that. Yeah. But here's some things we do believe. <laughs> we compiled yes, our own list of yes, and. Okay. We're, we're being unapologetic. We are claiming whatever. 
principles. Uh, for me, my first one is, yeah, I wrote that paragraph. And, <laughs> you know, when you're like, when they tell you when you have like feelings and you shouldn't write the paragraph, like you shouldn't send the paragraph because like they don't care or whatever. I'm a solid believer of send that shit out. Let it, let it rip, as some would say, all right? Send that paragraph. At the end of the day, I think, like, it's whatever's going to make you feel better. Once you've established that there's no connection with somebody else and you're just, like, looking out for your inner peace, I say do whatever the fuck you need to do if it doesn't, like, really hurt others. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to get out whatever you want to get out, get it out. You want to look a little crazy, look a little crazy. I think it's fun. Yes, and... Yes, and I am an emotional girl, okay? I will say some people might need a 24-hour rule. Oh, yeah. uh, I feel like some people might be – I mean, me included. Okay, so I do this thing where I write out a paragraph in a text – in, like, a notes, like the notes yeah. app. I'll write course, a paragraph out in the notes app. Draft one. I'll do – I'll draft one. I'll wait a little bit, and sometimes I'm like, this is a little harsh. You know, this is just me personally. I think some people might, um, I'm a hothead. So I could sometimes, I just don't want to say something I will regret later because it's not, uh, it kind of, sometimes you send a paragraph and the other person kind of misses the point because of your delivery. So sometimes I need like that 24 hour grace period. But I do believe like you shouldn't leave anything unsaid. If you really feel like, if it would bring you more peace to tell someone and tell someone something, go ahead and say it. Just say it. I'm I'm with you with the whole like drafting it up. I definitely do leave myself like if something happens, I'll write it and then later I'll reread it and I kind of like, you know, like condense it to like, mm -hmm. what is it that I'm really feeling and trying to get across here. And then I always, anytime I'm sending something out to anybody, I have in my mind that they could show this to anybody else. So I am very okay. aware that my things could be put on the internet, that my things could be, you know, like distributed to other people. So even though I am not a nonchalant girly, I'm very much chalante, okay? I make sure that I'm representing myself to the best of my abilities in that text, even though I'm still getting out what I need to get out. That's okay? very smart. Thank you. Some would call me calculated and strategic, but you just never know. Okay. Like the, the thing is you never know. Mostly if you're trying to word vomit out here along with that, I think like there's just like the culture right now when it comes to dating with like not caring, not giving a fuck acting, not like the nonchalant, just like waiting for people to make moves, waiting for other people to communicate, not being emotional, that whole thing. I'm just not subscribing to that. And I, I, that's so stupid. I think it takes away such a beautiful part of life that it's like feelings and emotions where you can express how you feel. Like if you feel like you can express how you feel to somebody, that's probably just not your human being. That's not your person. And you might as well communicate. And if they can't deal with your emotions, if they shut down when you communicate, then that, that's how you know this person's not ready to hear me out. So I guess skedaddle daddle. This is like a younger people thing, or at least when I was younger, about like, like, oh, you don't want to like, someone might be turned off if they think you've caught feelings. Mm -hmm. And honestly, 
I tell people straight up, I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, I literally think it's like sociopathic to spend a significant amount of time with someone and not have any feelings towards them. Like that seems cuckoo bananas to me, you know? And so like, I honestly have been like, you know, I have invested a lot of time and energy into you as a person and I clearly care. And sometimes people kind of get taken aback when you're that upfront, but what's the point in hiding your feelings? That doesn't, I don't know who you're doing yourself a disservice. It is very true. Mostly as like a little lover girl. I think in all the past like situations that I've been part of, my biggest regret was like not being clearer of how I felt more towards the beginning. Cause then it would have saved me a lot of time. Like you can most, most, I wouldn't say most people, at least like 50, 50, when you're straight up with somebody from the beginning with like your intentions, with your feelings, like unless they're a liar, they're going to be straight up like with with their vibe too. You know what I mean? Like if they're also looking for a relationship, if they're not. So allowing yourself to like just be honest and like feel your feelings. Maybe we need to, you know, be unapologetically a lover girl, you know? Yeah, I mean, I when you said that about like, I just feel like when, when you said like, oh, most people, unless they're liars, I was like, oh my God, that makes me, I think that like triggers something in me because I think that's like when I've gotten the most upset about relationships yeah. and situationships is when I've been so upfront and then mm-hmm. they've been, I don't know, kind of truthful with me. Like the, like the reason I ruminate over like a relationship that I had for like eight months is because I, I thought we were on the same page. And so like to not be on the same page, like still to this day kind of like drives me fucking crazy. Cause it's like, I couldn't have done anything different, but yeah. I think when I frank- think about the biggest wastes of time, it's the relationships I stuck into being little quiet. So instead yeah. of being like, yes, and like, no, I do like you. Duh. Yes. And, and it's do you true. like me or what do you want to do with that information? Do you want to treat me in a, in a way that aligns with how I feel about you? Or is this something different for you? Exactly. And yes. And, and yes. And I got in his face about a situation I didn't like. And okay. So I've been in situations where like men know how to act right. Okay. Like they just know. So like when they're playing stupid with you and they're like, you don't think I no. I don't, (laughs) okay? I don't think you're this great human. Like, you caught feelings. The only feelings I caught was anxiety and stress, babes, okay? You triggered a stress response in me. Those are the feelings I caught. Um, So, no, I don't think you're all that great. I don't think that you're that great of a person based on your actions. So, like, it's a reflection of your actions. It's the way you act, okay? So, So, sometimes, yeah, you need to call some people out. And I think that's acceptable. If you get a little bit worked up, a little bit emotional, as some would say, yes, and I have feelings. Yes, and I'm going to look like a crazy bitch for about five minutes, but then I'm going to go back to being like beautiful and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> also, who cares if you look crazy? I'm at this point where I'm like, I'd rather be crazy than be like stepped on because I'm being silent. You know, I'm doing that to yeah. myself at that point. One big thing that I'm like, yes, and is, is when someone's like, I could never do that or I'd feel so embarrassed if I did that. Yes, and mm-hmm. and what 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 the fuck does that have to do with me? I don't give a fuck if you would never do that. Why are you bringing that shit up? Facts. Facts. And then the fuck and the thing is is like be fucking for real. I know you'd never do that. You know because you're not that girl and that's okay. I'm just saying like 
what what is up with people just trying to be like oh my god i'd be so embarrassed if i posted that why what the fuck what the fuck that's an insult why are you telling me that that is snake-like behavior. That is like, that's not even a compliment, you know? Like, it's not even a backhanded compliment. It's literally like an insult to me. I honestly think that just comes from your own self-consciousness and caring way too much what other people think. Because sometimes I look at girls that, like, completely lose, like, don't care, like, just, you know, like, female rage. And I'm like, how admirable. Little of a shit they give what anybody thinks about how they just behaved. And yeah, like at the end of the day, it is your life. Like you get to choose how you're, I guess, and you you can't dictate how you're going to be perceived by every person in society. It just, it's up to them. Like it's, it, it's subjective. Like people have different ideas and concepts of your human behavior. So as long as you represent yourself the way that you feel like proud of and how you want to carry yourself, I don't think you should really give a fuck if somebody else is embarrassed for you. Like, okay. I, I, I'm not just more like, that's why I say yes. And to people like, I'm like, yes. And what do you mean by that? Because I'm just trying to like, I like to call people out when they say stupid shit like that. And like, I also, I do it a lot when I hear like, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of people, this happens like with like coworkers, even, you know, another coworker would be like, Oh my God, I would never do that. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, why why are you saying that to her? Okay, that you would never do that. I think that's yeah. dope that you do that. That's a more appropriate response to when someone says they're doing something. You'd be like, oh my god, that's so cool. Period. I agree. And and everything and like things can change over time. I think for one of me is like when you are going against maybe like a social norm, right? Against the status quo, as High School Musical would say. Um, <laughs> it, it, for example, like overdressing in situations or just like being the most like dressed up person in the room or if you live in a city where like people don't necessarily like dress up to go out and you you know you deck yourself out because that's what makes you happy and having people be negative like like why is she like overdressed per se you know like you get a lot of hater energy when people think you're like doing too much or trying too much and that's just like based on their own weird conceptions. But I think that you can either be authentic and a trendsetter, right? There's there's two types of people in the world. There's trendsetters and there's trend followers. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a trend follower, but the like people catch on to your shit. So they might be literally talking shit about how you're overdressing, you're wearing something one day, and then the next, they're buying that thing at the store. All right. So you got to take people's hate with a grain of salt. A lot of people like to hate, like to question things they do not understand. They can't fathom because, you know, like they don't get out of their bubble enough. But, you know, we got to that has nothing to do with us. So if you want to wear high heels on your tippies in, you know, like your small town to go out in, wear those high heels on your tippies. Don't sit in Gabbana, you know, you just go full out. I, I, did you in high school, did you ever do that thing where like a group of friends would be like, hey, we're going to all wear maxi skirts on this day because it, it, maxi skirts hadn't like broken through yet. Or I remember another one being like, yo, we're going to wear cowboy boots because, and then, then it'll become a trend. And so like three of us would do it on one day. And I swear to y'all, this is how this happened. Like, several times in high school where I I don't want to say I started a trend but I just like gave people permission to wear that trend at school 
you know? And I just remember I would wear cowboy boots and it was like a fucking movie where people just start wearing cowboy boots. It's because they wanted to wear them, but they just feel like they didn't have permission yet until they saw someone else do it. And I remember it just boggling my mind. I mean, yeah, that, and that happens with everything, right? So sometimes you have to think of like how much other people control the things that like you think are socially acceptable or not. And breaking out of that is just like really liberating, like really freeing per se to just do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, and on, honestly, like I think this also goes when you talked about social norms, like not just with dressing, but it's really interesting what the social norms are in like your particular place and versus other places. Like a biggest difference between like, at least specifically Seattle and like Thailand or Barbados, people talk to people, right? It's not fucking weird to have a conversation with a stranger. And in Barbados specifically, like you say hello to everyone you pass, you don't fucking ignore them. Like that's so fucking weird to say good day and stuff. And I've recently been really trying to grow community. And one way I can do that is just talking to people that are in my community, hence yoga, comedy, yada, yada, yada. I've been putting myself out there because the norm in Seattle is to not speak. Yeah. And so (laughs) I have been trying to go outside the norm a little bit and talk. And let me tell you, it's 50-50, okay? 50% of people give me a weird response because they're not used to someone talking to them and the other for 50 percent, i have a lovely interaction right and so i'm going to keep on keeping on and maybe i could change seattle maybe we can start talking baby it's kind of everywhere it really depends on your spaces because like i would say new york in general you can strike up a conversation with some people but some people are really guarded like one of the reasons i like raving is because everybody's really open to like make friends like that's kind of like why you go and then i went to like a club this past weekend and it was like latino it was a latino club but it, the vibe everybody was just literally like like you couldn't get a word in like you know what i mean like i i was in there doing my usual thing where like if i think your shirt is cute or if I just think you're like a pretty person in general or whatever, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I word vomit that shit. I'm like, you're so pretty. You're blah, 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 blah. People were just not into my vibe. Like I, maybe they thought I was fake. Like I literally would have to like look at somebody and stare at them and like smile for at least like five seconds before they register. Like, oh, like let their guard down and smile back at me. Like, I don't know why you're all so jaded. Try it out. Just let your guard out and try to be like be nice to other people and see how it goes. It's kind of nice. <laughs> and honestly, like I've been listening to more business podcasts per oh, yeah? suggestion. <laughs> and it's like going against the social norm is just kind of being like an innovator and bitch, just innovate. You know, if you want to fucking if you are in a niche that you're kind of embarrassed about being a part of, I know there's some niches, you know, like a niche fandom or something. Babes, you're just ahead of the curve, you know? Don't be afraid. You're gonna, the thing is, you're gonna end up finding your community in there. Because, like, obviously, when I started posting my little TikToks about raving, I was like, oh, God. You know, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, obviously, there's, like, a whole notion of, like, what ravers do, what ravers are. And I was like, well, full send or no send. You know, I don't like to do anything halfway. And then I started meeting a lot of people that also rave, that are also amazing human beings who are creative, who are like, and my vibe. You know what I mean? Like right away you meet and you're just like, it's like you've been friends forever just because you're already linked 
through that kind of like wave of motion where, where they already know like you are approachable per se within this setting or whatever. Um, so I would say, yes, maybe, maybe at first it makes you a little uncomfortable because you haven't necessarily just found your people. But now I like fully thrive in my rave shit in my own way. Like I wouldn't consider myself like the most like raver lifestyle to like, I guess, stereotypical notions. Like I kind of do my own thing and it works for me and I like me and I present myself in other spaces and people vibe with it. Most people actually hit me up to try to to come to a rape with me. So, you know, like you never know. You people I think you would be surprised as how many people are more interested in niche things. They're just too scared to try it. Okay, so I love what you said. It just made me think of something about niches and like honestly, like sometimes I wish I could give dating advice to men but like one of my dating advice would be like if someone shows interest in your thing don't check them for how deep they are into your niche you know because someone asked me the other day like oh are you into lord of the rings like are you a fan and i said no and i said no because like on the scale of like lord of the rings fandom i like i just am not like so far in it and then i was like you know, I'm going to correct myself. Yes, I am a fan. I just say that because maybe, you know, I don't want to claim that and then get fucking quizzed on Lord of the Rings. It's like sports. That's yeah. why I had to stop saying I cared about any mm. teams because like then men always try to come for you. And then it's like, this isn't a competition. Like, like this isn't I just, even fun anymore. Yeah. Like I just watched some Steelers games here and there. I can sit, I can, you know, have a beer. I can hee hee ha. I know what's going on in the game, but I'm not like, I die hard. I need to know all the stats. That doesn't mean I can't hang, but I also don't want to be quizzed about how much I'm into a sport because I don't care that much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's levels. You're allowed to, I'm allowed to like it. Yes. I like it. And, and I don't watch that many games and yes. And exactly. Literally, I can't fucking do a pop quiz right now, but I like it. Yes, and. <laughs> so people get real worked up about their niches. I will say that. Sometimes yeah. I, I sometimes I do too. I'd be a little bit of a snob. But it's only the people like I'm critical in. It's only the people I'm like, why do you want to like certain things? Like, you know, if you're like trying to get at me and you say you like EDM, I'm like, who? <laughs> yeah it's like why, don't, why would you just it's like yeah i get that too yeah like why would you like, say that don't try to find something to connect with me over if you don't really like that you know like yeah i, I don't fuck with that um <laughs> yes and um uh, one of the big ones for me is i guess it goes back to like the emotional but like just just a response in general is getting called out for like getting worked up when somebody says something like misogynistic or racist Okay. Or homophobic yes, or generally or homophobic. bigoted. Yeah. Any any ignorant shit. Like, yes, I did get emotional and you should too. Okay. You yeah. should be bothered too that somebody's saying some dumb statement because people choose to be so careless with their words. You cannot blame somebody for being triggered if your views like the thing about bigoted shit, right? is that it may not seem like a big deal if you're not part of that group or if you come from like a privileged background, but something that may appear so small to you contributes to stereotypes that like threaten the the existence or like perpetuate biases that are toxic. 
So like you're literally going against a group of people. So it may not seem like a big deal to you, but you are continuing a culture based on ignorance and hate. So like sometimes when I see people being like, why are you getting so worked up about that? Like it's not that serious, but it is that serious. It is that deep. The fact that you lack the emotional intelligence or depth or whatever to see how your like words cause a like farther reaction than you think like I hate when people think that their thoughts and individual actions don't affect a collective but like we're all in this world together anything one person does affects something else in the grand scheme of things you know what I mean so um I honestly I totally agree with you and one thing is some like stereotypes are so insidious and like so come from such like a trauma place and when you look at the history of certain stereotypes or even words, it's like, I have a hard time not trying to educate that person or to not feel a certain way because I know like the history and the implications of words. And for anyone that says like, oh, it's just words, language matters. Like it's an absurd thing to say that words don't matter or language doesn't matter. That's all that matters, right? That's like what literally separates like the human race from other hominids is like our ability to communicate with each other and our use of words. And also the same people that will say like, Oh, well, yeah, whatever. Like language doesn't matter. They'll get pissed the fuck off <laughs> if you call them out of their name. You know what I'm saying? Like if I called yeah. you a stupid little bitch, you'd be like pretty upset about it. Right. <laughs> and then you're still going to come and be like, well, no, words don't matter. Yes, they do. Let's that's that. Let's not pretend like they don't. And that's why manifestation works. That's why, like, when you're giving a sales pitch, what you say and how you say it matters, like language matters. And I am very unapologetic in like, I mean, I remember like one time at a bar, um, somebody was like, you got to stop with your social justice bullshit. Like, and this was in college. And I was like, yeah, no. Like I'm like being a social justice warrior is a full-time fucking job and I'm not going to apologize for having empathy and caring about other human beings. So you're going to have a really hard time going toe to toe with me if on your bigoted shit, but um yeah, I'm not going to back down about it and I'm honestly not afraid to make people uncomfortable cuz honestly I believe they probably should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah you should rethink that like you should literally you should never say that again and here's why period period um okay this one's a little bit of a hee hee haha but also on the real things uh you know I, I have a new habit of never making it out of the talking stage yes you know yes and yes <laughs> um I, I'm a true believer that yeah actually your talking stage should be as long as you could make it until you're sure about who this human being is some people need longer talking stages okay it is so hard to truly get to know a person within like a month or like a few weeks and i see people that like really dive in and then a lot of problems start that i'm like if you just have waited like a little longer you probably noticed these things about people but now you're like created this like verbal agreement that you're together which makes it kind of harder to get out rather than being like let's get to know each other slowly and here are the boundaries that we're both gonna follow without being in like a full relationship that makes it really hard for you to navigate out of because that's just some people trap you okay um also i believe in the three month rule it's real because anybody can put up a really good front for three months but after three months people start to 
crack. They they start to crack. They things start to slip, and then you're really able to tell who a person is and how you want to continue with that. It also allows for your little feelings to, you know, get back to normal, so you can be a little more clear headed about how you want to move. I feel like you know, there when you're dating someone, there's like good people. And then there's bad people. Those bad people, they can hide. They can hide themselves. And so you got to give yourself some time to figure that out. And then also, I really feel like talking stages should go on for longer so that you can... Honestly, do you like this person for real or you just like like them because they're there? You want companionship. Yeah. Which is also like not great because people take a lot of energy, right? From like you and the things that you could be doing. You're just like... It's a commitment. It's a, it's a whole other life thing. So I don't know. I think like maybe maybe just winning it out like a little a little bit longer. And to touch on like the bad people thing, I don't necessarily know if some people who are not great in relationships are necessarily bad people. But there's a lot of people who are not very self aware, right, about their trauma, their issues, or not are not like doing a lot of work to fix those things. So they create very toxic relationships because they are not necessarily aware of how to like navigate better. Like if you grew up around people who were verbally abusive to you all your life, even though you may not be like a bad person, you probably use similar language in your relationships because you normalize that that's how people speak to you. So you may be verbally abusive to somebody else and it may not have been as bad as you got it, but that doesn't make it any less like abusive. You catch my drift. So it's like, Sometimes I think about that because I'm like, it's not like that person's necessarily a bad person. They just have a lot of shit they have not healed from or worked from. And now they're shitting on somebody else. Yeah. And if people lack the framework of like, this is not okay, you know, that's going to be really hard to bring them around to um, because people will want to have to change for themselves. So the fact that you have to like bring up like a whole awareness of an issue to somebody and then on top of it they're not they're gonna have to accept the awareness and then go fix it that's difficult and I kind of wanted to say like you should like yes and to being single and yes and to where you ever the fuck you are in life because baby who gives a fuck like yes and I'm single and it's the best fucking time of my life because I love being single and yes and I'm in a relationship and yes and I'm married and yes and I'm a whatever it is Say it with your chest. That was the part where I was say like, yeah, say it with your chest. We're sitting here, we're going to say it with our chest, okay? I like you and that was hard for me too. I'm working on it, okay? <laughs> it's hard to be vulnerable. Um, my last one and I, what I want to close off with is I have never had this phenomenon before I moved to New York, but people like clown me for getting into a car and putting on a seatbelt. Okay, yes and you all need to wear seatbelts. I don't know who's what listening is, to this. What, what we have enough New York listeners. Yeah, you need to, when you get in the car, you need to put on a seatbelt, please. Like, I've talked to friends who are paramedics, nurses, whatever. And, like, literally the most, like, the worst car accidents and the worst scenarios and situations is when people are not wearing seatbelts and when you're putting up your feet on the dashboard. So, like, literally just don't do those. Like, don't do that. Just put it on your seatbelt. Don't put your feet on the dashboard. And... You may be okay in the car accident, but you know, don't like My anxiety could never. I no, literally, I, I don't know. even every okay. I remember seeing like a very traumatizing video in driver's ed, and now everyone in my car wears a seatbelt. I don't even give a fuck if I, I, I don't care if I'm the driver or not. You're wearing a seatbelt, you're wearing a seatbelt, you're wearing a seatbelt. You're out here trying to make me look like a loser for wearing a seatbelt. 
I'm a big investment. Like at least feel like you're that big of an investment for yourself to just put something on that will keep you in place in case your things things happen around you, you know? Please. Please. <laughs> All right, everybody. What are you yes anning in 2024? I mean, this was, we just like skimmed the surface of the yes anning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There could be a part two later. We yeah, don't know. Who yet. knows? But yeah. um, as usual, please rate us as well as subscribe, tell a friend, and follow us on social media. You can always find us at thanks number four, your concern. I'm at LL Tutor. And I'm at Bernice Diaz M. We love you. Bye. Bye.